Yo, yo, what up, y'all? It is your boy, and we are starting to show up a little different today. Yes, sir. Another brand new episode of Behind the Baller Podcast coming to you live and direct from Hollywood, California. This is what, episode 322. It is my favorite day of the week, Thursday. I still got some fuck shit going on, but it's all good. Guys, this is a 100% independent show still. I think about to like, what, two months ago when we almost signed a major deal, and I thank God that I didn't for several different reasons. Big projects on the way. Very, very promising 2023. We're almost at the end of the year, but guess what? There is still two months left for you to go get it. Anyways, BTB Army, what's good, man? We have a short show today. It is a little different vibe that's going on in my life right now, but it's all good. There are obstacles, there are distractions, but you know what one thing there is? There will be BTB. So you know what? Uh, This show is produced by the almighty world-famous Dust Brothers. This is a world-famous podcast, and uh, that would be original music from Lakey Lake, which you hear right now in the background. Production by, again, the Dust Brothers, Miles Davis and Jordan Winter. Guys, let's get right into the motherfucking show. I have a lot of things to talk about. First and foremost, I need to say rest in peace to take off. He was a little more than an acquaintance of mine. I don't exactly remember when I met the Migos. I wanna I want to say 2015 or 16. They were popping, but they were not what they were, you know, and these guys definitely, whether or not I love their music, they had songs that I fuck with heavy. Um, White T-shirt was one of them. Three nice guys. I cannot say a bad thing about Takeoff. I cannot say a bad thing about Quavo. I cannot say a bad thing about Offset. They've all been cool dudes. Sad to see that they're going through some shit. I never knew that all three of them were related. But more importantly, it is a fucking damn shame that Takeoff is, uh, is resting in peace now. Hopefully in heaven, his life was taken away the other evening. It is just a really horrible situation. He was in Houston, Texas. I've been to that billiards place before, which is scary. You know, Houston has some real chill vibes. It's not really my type of spot, but you know, there's good company and uh, there's good food, but it's not really my thing. I don't know what it is. I'm just not a huge fan of Texas. I'm not hating on Texas at all. I'm just not a big fan of being out there. Now, that I play golf, I mean, there might be a vibe out there for that, and that might be a whole different thing, and it's another thing, I'm just glad I avoid those circles as much as possible, I'm not trying to stay relevant in there, I never tried to stay relevant, I've always been myself, so, you know, if you're relevant with yourself, what the fuck else matters, but back to takeoff, man, you know, there's a lot of stories going around, um, can only go by what I know from, you know, the people that I hear it from, there's one person I know is always going to have the story, and my girl Fee, she is not going to be wrong. I mean, she is less wrong than TMZ, and TMZ, people forget again, Harvey Levin is an attorney. He knows what he can post and what he can't, and it's just like, look, whether you like it or not, that's media today. Places like Shade Room, Academics, or whatever, and these other pages, they're not media. They're fucking reblogging shit here and there, but Fee will actually give you gossip, right? And I don't talk about gossip on this show, I'm just saying... She's not wrong about shit and she gets stories where it's just like, I'm fucking, I wonder how the fuck. And it's mostly obviously, you know, black community, urban related stories, but you know, she gets it. And um, she reported it and she had the pictures before anybody. There was a lot of shit going on. And the other night, 
academics went on his Twitch live and allegedly he damn near solved the case. And when I looked at some of the stuff that he had said, it's crazy because when TMZ had posted after that they're looking for the shooter and this is the person that the police are looking for, is the dude that he pointed out. So I hope they catch the killer. I'm not one to, you know, mention anything as far as any kind of snitching shit here and there. I remember a while back, um, I was actually involved in something and the police tried to subpoena me and uh, I don't even know how the fuck this even happened, but when you do a Google search, you try to find certain things or whatever, you know, you're not going to find where I live. You might find where my mom lives. You might find certain other things because I have stuff that's under my name with her in regards to this. But it's like, go try to find Brad Pitt's house. It's just, we'll talk about that later, but, and we'll talk about, you know, having your address registered somewhere else. But I had some police outside my house and it was like a trip. And it was like, the district attorney is hitting me up. He's like, yo, I need you to testify for this thing. I was like, you fucking tripping. I ain't about to go testify in front of some gangsters. Are you fucking crazy? Like, put myself out like that. And um, if you can, avoid this shit. Like, fuck, you want to put yourself in any more trouble for him, whatever. And people are like, you know, but at the same time, like, don't go do dumb shit. Fuck you out there murdering people for and, you know, causing crimes, whatever. And the saddest thing about the situation is people say, I've had people hit me up like, and someone made a fake thing talking about, I like the comment saying it should have been off. So, you know how fucking stupid some people, it just mind boggles me. But I think about the situation and people are like, you should be careful and wait for something. Else. Shut the fuck up. I'm not going to speak on something really unless I gotten some kind of fact somewhere. And I don't even go with my gut. Remember that. Your gut can be wrong. I'm probably the only person I've ever said this to somebody, man. You can have a gut feeling and be wrong. Understand that. And for someone like me who has ulcerative colitis, shit. You know, little things can make me nervous. Scared? No. Nervous and scared are two different things. But it's just a damn shame that Takeoff was killed from what it seems to be friendly fire. I couldn't imagine what Quavo's going through right now because he was there in the situation. It just... It's just fucked up. You know, rest in peace. This is a dude who anytime I've had a conversation with him, he has just been positive, nice, cool, talented young kid, 28 years old, man. And it's just a damn shame. It's just the senseless violence that's going on right now. It's just crazy. And, uh, you know, it's hard to believe, man. You know, and another thing crazy is that he had seven and a half million followers two days ago. He has almost 8.7 million followers today. Why the fuck do you follow dead people? It's weird. It's bad enough that when someone gets shot or someone gets killed, somebody leaks the video or very disgusting, disturbing, gruesome photo of the person dead. It's like, you want to be famous? I just, everyone wants to be famous. I don't want to be famous. I never wanted to be famous in my entire life. I hate the term celebrity people use. It's just like, man, it just, it irks me, man. But it's just sad again. Um, what's just crazy is yesterday was the Day of the Dead. Or is it what, two days ago, right? Day of the Dead or Day of the Saints and whatever. And it's just just strange because a lot of death has been in my life. And, and uh, I missed Q's birthday yesterday. It is now uh, November 3rd. Q's birthday is actually November 2nd. My biological father's actually birthday is November 2nd as well. I don't feel, speak to my father's. I'm sure most of you people who've listened to this show know why. 
But Q World star Lee Odena, he died um, January 23rd, 2017. Didn't get to see Kai is born. He's London's godfather. He is the founder, owner of World Star Hip Hop. One of the biggest real fucking hip hop media sites in, in, on earth in history. And he built that literally from the ground up. And um, I love you. I miss you, Q. I just can't thank you enough for the positions you put me in and, and random things. You're just a good dude. And fuck, I just really wonder what would happen if you were here today and you're still living. Very close friend of mine. And um, another friend who I forgot to say happy birthday to is uh, Jonas Bavacqua, my best friend of my entire life. It's my brother. October 23rd. It's just over a week ago. October 23rd, 1977. Q was born in 73, just a little younger than me. I miss Jonas's birthday. It's so weird right now, just by random shit. I am wearing the uh, Legends Never Die Jonas t-shirt and I wore it yesterday. I just fell asleep in it. And it's just crazy. I think about Jonas too and I think about what we'll be doing right now. Our lives would be so fucking different. He probably would have had another kid. I don't even know. It's just been so many different things. I don't think LRG would be gone. I think LRG would still be in his, in his control and he would just be inspiring the world. And my mind has just been gone. It has been a very weird week. It has been a fucked up week. A more of a waste of my time type week, but it's almost over. And this is one of those podcast episodes where I just have a message, right? When you lie on somebody and then they lie on you, I mean, when someone lies on you, makes up stories, and they try to take you down and have nothing, they'll make up shit, try to smear your name. It's one of the most despicable, disgusting experiences someone can go through. I've had it happen a few times and it's just a damn shame. You know, and I said something the other day. Ice-T hit me up. Yes, Ice-T. Most of you guys know him from fucking being a rapper, but a lot of the young guys, they probably know him from Law & Order SVU. He hit me up. We're doing this animated series. I'm actually a featured thing in there. It's me, well, it was him, Snoop, and I'm like a featured character in there. And he's like, look, man, we always talk about when someone passes away, when Nipsey died, he called me immediately. He had hit me before, kind of really hit the internet. And um, I had heard about it and it was just crazy. We talk about random shit because he's, you know, was heavily involved in the gang shit back in the day. This dude was like my, my illegitimate godfather. And he said, look, life doesn't get easier. You just learn how to deal with more fucked up shit. That's all it is. And that's the motherfucking truth. Okay. And I have to say this for you people out there. I'm solo dolo. I, I got friends. I have a million acquaintances. I have like a few friends, right? Make sure that you have a friend who will tell you when you're wrong. Make sure you don't get mad at your friends who let you know when you're wrong, right? At the same time, make sure there's a balance somewhere because you might not be wrong and someone thinks you are and you have to understand where someone's coming from, all right? So you can't get mad at your friends who let you know you're wrong. Sometimes there's some valid points that could be some shit, but you got to have somebody who's going to call it out when you're out there living foul or you're out there just, you know, again, not knowing. 
remember I got mad at my agent one time and he said he broke that shit down so cold to me. I was up for this Dove Soap campaign that was, you know, for good money here and there. And, you know, my agent is like, he's always straight with me, man. And the best part about it is ain't nothing better than a fucking Hollywood Jewish agent who has got me a lot of money. And he's like, look, Blake Griffin was up for this fucking Dove Soap deal and then that shit happened when he was, um, I think he like talked shit or he handled his, his the ball boy manager kind of bad here and there. And it was some dickhead shit, no right. I don't know what the whole story was. It looked bad. But Dove did declined to do the thing and they didn't want to work with me either. There's nothing on the internet that you could find on me that's like would say something, you know, whatever. But they just didn't like the way my image looked. And it's crazy. He was like, you know what? Dove just ain't right for you, bro. He's like, it's just not right for you. There it is. What am I going to say? Even though I actually use Dove soap, I mean, you know, I, I do use actual bar soap. My kids sometimes use the baby soap, but, you know, they are using all kinds of different types of shit because my kids have so many allergies. But the way he broke it down, he was real about it. And it wasn't just about the bag. I, I mean, I fuck with them. They're a big company, whatever. I don't know if it's Procter & Gamble, whatever, but it was, it just made sense. And he had no problem telling me. At the same time, he's a very good golfer and he's doubted my golf game, but he's got to know that shit ain't no joke now. And I'm telling you, in a year from now, me and my fucking, and my agent are going to go at it because I'm motherfucker is like a two handicap. I don't give a fuck. Every dog has his day and it's, and it's, you know, something else. Now, as far as you guys go, BTB, look, one great thing about my podcast is that I call it what? The most unorthodox business show out there. And not only is it super unorthodox, no, but why is it unorthodox? Look, this show is not about going in sequence. It's not about going ABC, one, two, three. Usually the entertainment and sports section happens at the end. Yeah, that part. But as far as like where I'm going and, and speaking about certain shit, I will talk about something and come back to it. Sometimes I don't. I will break and talk about something. I jump around. There's nothing fucking worse than someone who listens to this show and thinks that anything I say on here can be taken out of context. You don't know me if that's the case. If you're just a regular ass cornball, you're just a fucking civilian. I hate to say it, man. You just don't know me. Listen to a few episodes. Some people think they study me and think that there's certain shit they get figured out and they don't. There's so much about me that motherfuckers don't know. There's so many things that I haven't discussed on here. I don't say that my life is a movie, blah, blah, it, shit. No. It's like a fucking 12 seasons fucking, you know, Netflix series. And I hate being taken out of context. That's why I always say the easiest way to misunderstand somebody and misconstrue somebody is via text or tweet or fucking comment. And I hate to say this, but even though I declined to do that Andrew Tate interview, and I don't regret it, he said something on, on his last message, whatever it was. And again, I don't regret not having him on the show, but he spoke heavy about how people cut up parts of his interviews and take clips and they post them here and there and they don't post it in its entirety. Right? That shit drives me crazy. And while yet I pretty much get my point across, you know, and there's not much you can take out of context. There might be a you know, thing here and there, but it's like play the shit in the entire episode. 
so you understand where I'm coming from. Still today, some stupid ass people think they can fool the dinosaurs, right? Old people or people who just really don't understand how the internet works. The reason why I've remained steady and solid for so long is because my authenticity is undefeated. I'm not changing for anyone's feelings. I'm always going to do me. The day I'm not doing me is the day that I'm not Ben Baller anymore. Me changing for my children and being a dad, that's not changing. That's me being me. Because not, there's nothing I hate more than a liar and I hate thieves. There's nothing worse than a person who tries to extort someone. And I don't fuck with bullies. That is not my thing. And let me get this straight real quick because there's a misunderstanding of what a bully does. And it often happens to the real soft ass people. Okay. If you provoke someone, you could be minding your business. You could be a soft, geeky ass dude. But you decide to go now not mind your business and tell on someone, snitch on someone. It's got nothing to do with you. And you're not thinking about the consequences. Well, let me tell you something. Shit, you know, you'll find out, right? Fuck around and find out. I don't start shit. I already said that on the last episode. I've said it a hundred fucking times throughout my social, throughout this, this podcast. I don't start shit, but I'll end it, okay? I have never sued anyone in my lifetime. There's motherfuckers who stole my likeliness. There's people out there stealing my designs. And look, at the end of the day, go take them crumbs, man. I don't do that scumbag shit. But don't be the guy who throws a rock and then when people come back, you hide your hands. That's that sissy punk shit. Don't do that. All right? The internet is a great place to put someone on blast. Yes, but remember, there are predators out there who cannot fight in real life. So they do bitch shit. Guess what, though? Always remember this. Life is not fair. Okay? I'm not calling anyone but my damn self. Right? And if I got to lay in the cut, because someone bigger, someone stronger, a billion dollar corporation came at me with some crazy shit and tried to drop the hammer on me, I will lay in the cut for two years, 10 years to get my revenge. I'll be on some motherfucking gladiator shit. I will sleep outside your house, man. Fuck it. But I've let go of the petty. I've let it out of my heart, man. I stayed out the fucking way. Look, I know when I could drive reckless. I know I could do certain shit. I also know when I do something dumb, there are consequences. I have not got a speeding ticket or a moving violation in 20 fucking years. I stay out of the way. I stay out of people's business. But once you fuck with me, nah, you know what? Not even that. You fuck with me, I could. Eat. I even let that shit slide sometimes. I'll come back with a petty little comment here and there and then people get hurt about that. But if you fuck with my family, totally different thing. Guys, girls, know when to fight the good fight and go down swinging. You get knocked the fuck out, you go to sleep, be like, all right, cool, man, look. You go down swinging, 
and you did everything, you know you did the best that you could, no matter what, you can't complain about shit. You come back and do better. Again, you can sleep peacefully at night. Listen, money comes, money goes, but respect for yourself will live forever. And that's why a coward will die 10,000 deaths daily. I'd rather live my motherfucking life to the fullest. And when I leave this earth, I promise you the legacy that I leave from my children, and it ain't gotta be on some shit. Someone will mention to my kids one day, you know what your dad did for Asian Americans, what your dad did for this, for this culture, this whatever, boom. It, it'll be known, okay? Because this world is going to shit. Ice Cube once said, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Bullshit. How about fuck both of those options? I'd rather stay home and jack off. All right? <laughs> and on that note, man, I just had to spit some real game for you guys. I really did. It's been a weird week. We're going to pay some bills. We got some fucking ads. And uh, I'll be right back, man. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether your thing is vintage, teas, or recipes, for ghee, start selling with Shopify. With Shopify, you'll create an online store in your vibe. Discover new customers and grow the following that keeps them coming back. Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify, and you will too. Shopify is legit and highly recommended for all of your business selling needs. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash baller all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash baller to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash baller, all lowercase. Being a parent can be scary. Checking for monsters under your kid's bed, reaching inside their pants pockets, the indescribable pain of stepping on Legos in your bare feet, one thing that doesn't have to be scary is getting life insurance. Fabric by Gerber Life's newer low prices mean significant savings over other providers with great quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply, see your quote, and then personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric has partnered with Gerber Life, trusted by millions of families like yours for over 50 years. With over 1,600 five-star reviews on Trustpilot.com, you can feel confident that you're getting a high-quality policy that is perfect for your family. Fabric has a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. Fabric was specifically designed to give parents like you affordable term life insurance plus wills, access to college savings funds, and more tools to help protect your family's financial future, all in an easy online experience. That's meetfabric.com slash baller. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash baller. 
Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash baller. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company. Not available in certain states. Your favorite athletes always strive to put themselves in a winning position. And it's about time you did the same too with MyBookie. MyBookie has the biggest online selection of odds and contests to fill all your sports betting needs. Anytime, anywhere. Bet on the NFL, MLB playoffs, or play a share of big cash prizes in the weekly blackjack tournaments. If you've been waiting for the right time to get in on the action, that time is right now. Make your winning move today. Sign up at MyBookie, use promo code BENBALLER, and claim your deposit match of any amount up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code BENBALLER to claim your bonus. Experience sports in a whole new light and make this season a winning one. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Yo, guys, what up, man? We're back. Something needs to replace Instagram. I don't know what it is. Something needs to replace Instagram. And I mean, look, there has to be also some time off from your phone. It it is healthy. I'm telling you right now to get off your phone. It it is healthy, right? My phone is like a laptop to me. I mean, I use a laptop for notes and for recording the show and there's certain things I need to upload. So I do have to have one here and there. But I noticed that the phone, you know, that's why I have a bigger phone and I have two of them, three, but two I use. It's important to take time off, man. The addiction to your phone is real. I remember, not even during the pandemic, I don't know, I was averaging like 10, 11 hours a day on my phone. It was crazy. I'm down to like the seven. Like to get to six would be nice, right? But there just needs to be a better social media app. I don't know what it is. By the way, speaking of social media, Elon now says he's changing the Twitter blue for $8 a month instead of $20 a month. The thing is, you're going to have a bunch of dumb fucks who are fucking verified. You're going to have a dude, you know, Sam X19 underscore Niners fan that gets a check mark for $8 a month, man. It's just fucking stupid. Especially again, I stand on what I said about the media, like the real media, like NBC, you know, um, Newsweek, whatever, CNN, legitimate news outlets, a president, something that's just like, you might actually need to have that fucking the real, the real, I don't know this one says, the real Jason Jackson. I don't know who the fuck, I'm just making something up. He's got like 27,000 followers. Like, bro, who the fuck, like, ain't nobody trying to fucking copy you, bro. Now, Elon says that the Twitter blue thing is going to give you a lot of options and be whatever, boom. He says it's going to kill all the bots. Bullshit. For $8 a month, motherfuckers who run bots will pay that monthly fee. I hate during that heavy NFT time, I could say anything. There's a million fucking bots that are hitting you up. They hit keywords. If you say something like, oh shit, I lost my OpenSea account, that whatever, and they'll be like, oh, you need help, DM me, blah, blah, whatever. And then as soon as you do, fuck, you're done. You're a wrap. They got right into your crypto account, they'll fucking hack your shit and you're done. 
But for the most part, Twitter is, you know, the shit. You take out the middleman, boom, there it is. I just think a lot of people don't understand how the fuck Twitter works. You have to be an absolute fucking loser too to be searching somebody's replies. Because I don't even see all my replies. And I got super followers, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. But, you know, Twitter's still the best social media app right now. I don't use Facebook, haven't in many, many years. I'm actually curious about getting my YouTube page started. I don't know how long it's been inactive. I think there's been one video, and that was when I did my break for my 2020 Chrome. Oh, my third year of Chrome now. And I think the year before that, it was like nine years. I was like active on YouTube, like 08 to like 2010 or 11. Maybe less, I don't know. But I just know this. I know that TikTok is not it. TikTok just ain't it. It's not me. You know, I'm just not trying to make reels and things like that. So somehow there needs to be a new social platform. But I don't know what it is, man. But Twitter and Instagram both need an enema ASAP. Okay. Now, sidebar. I'm taking a little financial break. I generate money for my sponsors. I have certain things. The podcast does. But it's cool. But I mean, you know, I have a lot of bills. I have so much excess shit that I do need to get rid of. I do have to figure out, and I think the super follower is the best thing to do, to figure out a way to just get a fucking van and just load a bunch of shit in there. Toys, clothes I'm just not wearing, just a bunch of random shit, even alcohol, things like that. I just need shit gone. But for those of you who can't take a financial break, Think about where you are mentally, and sometimes you have to you have to really search deep. Now, this is this is what I was talking about a month ago when I said your gas tank is at E. You got to go past E. You got to go past that reserve light. You got to really see what's deep down inside the guts of you. Go past empty, and if you can handle that, cool. For those of you who are saving for a rainy day. Look, rainy days could be here now. I'm just saying that I have. And because I'm pivoting into a different world, I have saved that out. Now, I've planted seeds that I know will grow in June, May, some as early as January and February. But I've taken about a month off. Might be a little longer than that. I got some shit coming up. Don't take no financial break when you can't. That's as fucking stupid as you buying an $800 Gucci belt or some $900 Louis Vuitton shoes and you're late on your rent. That shit don't make no motherfucking sense. You know, the world, I'm just telling you, the world has gone fucking crazy, man. FYI, I've been getting a lot of messages lately about is there a mailing address they could send me stuff at? Look, FYI, there is really no ma- real mailing address for me. I have like a few mailing addresses. Some people send shit to IF and Co. People send stuff to different stuff. I get a lot of requests to send me things. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You know what? To be honest, I got everything that I need. Thank you. I, I don't need anything else. Some dude sent me a fucking $3,000 electric bike. And now it's like, I feel bad because you know what? <laughs> I have empathy for shit and I know people that start things, whatever, and you know, I have a good platform. My followers buy things. Never once I've been like, you know what? Let's go attack this guy. Let's go fucking go to this guy's page and tell him he's a fucking bitch. When have you ever seen me do some shit like that? I mean, think about it. Just even in three years. I wish this podcast was on for seven years 
so we can go back to like 2000, you know, 15. I don't do shit like that. Anyways, people send me expensive shit. I just don't got a space. I just, I don't have the space for it. So I don't have a mailing address for you guys. I do have a mailing address. I just don't have it for that. I don't have the space. I have people tell me, hey, Ben, you got a bunch of shit laying up here, blah, blah, whatever. And it's cool shit. I just don't have this. I don't need it. Another thing. For the hundredth time, thank God I do not run my social media pages for my business pages. I have been saying this since about 2016. I do not even have the password for IF and Co. There have been times where I thought about going on there and blocking somebody. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. That ain't worth it. I don't have a password or access to Ben Baller Strain. I don't have the password or access to Wash Lord. I don't even have the fucking password or access to this podcast page. Jordan runs this page. And it might be somebody else that Jordan pays to run the page. I barely run my own fucking page. And my agent will delete shit that's fucked up. He'll clear shit out here and there. He don't read. You know how many fucking messages I get? I'm like, I don't even deal with that shit. Okay, another thing too. Not one piece of mail has ever been sent to either one of my residences ever. Only a total dumb fuck would send mail to where I sleep. That is fucking amateur hour, all right? There's actually one fucking person who's actually sent mail there in the last couple of years. He fucking completely has no idea. This is some strong advice. If you ever get any type of clout or have even a small following with wishes to grow your following or your business, whatever, easiest thing, go get a P.O. box. And not a P.O. box that says P.O. box, not a P.O. box that says personal mailbox, unless you don't mind it saying the UPS store or whatever. Get a mailbox where it's like a number. It could be like apartment number, suite number, whatever the fuck you want, all right? My driver's license hasn't been registered to any actual crib of mine in at least, see, 96. So my math is terrible. What, 26 years? 26 fucking years, Okay. None of my cars, none of my, none of my, not my fucking electricity bill, my utility bills don't even go to my house, okay? And I'm telling you this, guys, to learn to avoid any drama, especially the girl listeners out here who are, you know, you want to be an influencer, I don't know, you want to get some clothes from Fashion Nova, maybe you post bikini pics, I don't know what the fuck it is, it is real simple. You like getting shit here and there? All right, great, go get a fucking mailbox. What is it, 150, 200 bucks every six months? It's worth it. You'll probably get way more than that and free shit. Do that. Protect yourself. Okay? One of the most important fucking things for anybody that's starting to DJ, actor, whatever the fuck it is, get incorporated. All right? You own a home? Get homeowner's insurance. Talk to your business manager. Get coverage. Real coverage. Get coverage for your personal self. Okay? Be smart. And if you're not smart, hire someone who is smarter than you that you trust to run your business. Okay, when you get sued or whatnot, your assets are protected. They can't fuck with you. No motherfucking times Donald Trump has probably got sued for being a dumb fuck. Okay, and not that I condone what Bill Cosby has done, but he didn't come out a dollar out of his pockets for all those rape charges, like 22 fucking rape charges, whatever it was. Yeah, his reputation was ruined. It's fucked up. But you know what? Maybe, like he, like he said, he's old. He's got a bunch of bread. He can go hide away. And whatever. Still thinks he's not guilty. I don't fucking know. I watched the documentary. Who fucking knows? I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying, protect yourself. 
And like I said, I do not look for trouble. I don't need to. It used to find me a lot more back in the day, but I stay the fuck out the way. And sometimes it still finds me. And that's why I'm so careful about the way I move, right? So it's just, just letting you guys know, you don't need to send me anything. I don't want anything. I am good. Now, Monday, we had Halloween. I dressed up as a Korean John Daly, you know, shout out to John Daly's management and Loudmouth sent me the actual official John Daly pants. You know, I had the green polo. I had the white foot joys on. Obviously, I had a tailor-made glove instead of a foot joy, whatever glove he's rocking. And I have obviously um, tailor-made irons instead of tireless. And, and I haven't had a wig. They sent me the wrong beard color. It was fucked up. It wasn't like more platinum looking. But I had the Oakleys. I had the Diet Cokes and cigarettes too. I just didn't want to have cigarettes around my kids. I don't want to be around them and have cigarettes. It's just like that's bad enough. I don't even fucking smoke my vape in front of my kids. You know, I have the CBD in front of them because, you know, shit, London drinks CBD water and there's other CBD things that have helped Ryder in London with their allergies and shit like that. But Halloween is always a blast in my neighborhood. Like I said, we had a great time. Only thing that's fucked up is literally at like 7.15, it's already cracking. You know, kids are going at it like at 6.30 here and there. We get to this haunted house that has a haunted house every year down the street from my house. And it's like, all oh, well done and everything. And London starts throwing up. I don't know what the fuck happened. And I put two and two together. His peanut allergy is so fucking bad. He's anaphylactic. Someone's eating a Reese's Bunt peanut butter cup. And you know, there's people giving out things. And I didn't realize Kaya was eating a Snickers. See, Kaya does not have a peanut allergy. And it's like, we don't have Snickers in the house. We don't have any of that type of shit. We don't have peanut butter in the house. We don't have none of that stuff. No tree nut related shit. We don't have sesame in the house. We don't have motherfucking, the soy sauce in our house is different. We don't even have fucking chocolate M&Ms because they're still made in the same factory as peanut M&Ms. But so he got sick, threw it up. He threw up like three times. He's trying to deal with it because his best friend is there. We had like, I had like fucking a group of seven kids with us. It was fucking more probably. Their parents. So I told Nick, I was like, no, babe, it's all good. Let me just go get Lennon. Let me take him back to the house. So we walked for like six minutes. He can't even walk anymore. He's so weak. He's just fucked up. And I'm like, God damn it. So I carry him for like the last two blocks get him in the house. My father-in-law is passing out candy. Take him upstairs. And we have this little thing. London, where are you at? I'll scale it to one to 10. 10 is incredible, excellent. Nine is incredible, excellent. Eight is he's still feeling very, very good. Seven, he feels pretty good. Six is when we start worrying. Five, he's bad. Four, feeling like shit. Three, we're going to the hospital. And he's like, dad, I think I'm like a six or seven. And I'm like, fuck. So I break out the nebulizer, get my albuterol treatment, and he's a wrap for the night, and he's exhausted. You know, I come to find out, I don't know if I brought this up, but like, sometimes Ryder sleeps with me, and sometimes Kaya sleeps in the bed with me and my wife, and it's like, it's just fucked up. So I had to take Ryder into the guest bedroom, take him to sleep, because he's been waking London up at nighttime. He don't give a fuck, and London don't, Ryder don't care. We don't hit our kids and do certain shit. It's just a different, it, I live different. I'm not... I don't beat my fucking kid's ass like my parents beat my ass. Sometimes on a Saturday, if Ryder's bored, he'll come down to the room and smash the bed or something. Force me. I'm like, I want to choke him to death. I'm like, yo, what, what are you doing? And I get mad and certain things. I can only punish him so much, but I just like have a hard time punishing my kids. And then waking London up and London needs, like kids really do need, you know, 10 hours of sleep. Some sleep for 12, whatever. They just need it. It's part of their growth. And as I feel good, he hasn't got any rest. He's out to sleep by like eight 
I, I tell Ryan, do not go up to the room. Told everybody and all the kids and I was like, look, I'm sorry, London can't say goodbye. He's not feeling good. They kind of knew that. I was like, look, everyone, please be quiet. Boom. So I passed out early as fuck on Monday night, Halloween night. I was out. I fell asleep with Ryder. I needed the rest of my damn self. But it sucked, man. You know, like the kids had a good time at school and whatever. And my wife participated all day. During the day, I had some bullshit going on. Which, when all this shit is done, am I going to talk about it? I don't even think I will. It's not worth the time. But that was what Halloween was like. You know, now we're just looking. Thanksgiving, boom. I got to go to Vegas for a wedding. Then I got to go to fucking Seattle for a game. And then I got this other shit. Dubai is canceled, by the way. I'd rather take that time to go play golf. I'm going to Oklahoma. Going to San Francisco for the holidays. And just got all this shit. And then the year's over. And I just got to try to figure out where my next lick is coming from. And there's going to be something. I got to think of something because it's shit. I'm about to come out the pocket nasty for Christmas. But two things before we get out of here. There's a movie, a documentary that my friend Billy Corbin directed. Billy Corbin has put out a couple things that are amazing, but the, one of the most known projects he did is he directed a movie called Cocaine Cowboys about the Miami drug scene, fucking Colombian shit, Griselda Blanca. He did part two, I think, too. I think number one was definitely his. Number two, I don't know, but he's done a, a few great things. He did something on the U. He's just, uh, everything is like Miami related. And he's a Dade County, you know, native. He's a good dude. He did this movie called God Forbid that's available on Hulu. And it's about Jerry Fowler. Jerry Fowler Jr. His dad was a fucking like this evangelist dude, scumbag. And uh, the junior is a dude who owns a nonprofit organization, university, Liberty University, somewhere in fucking South Florida, I assume. But this shit's crazy. It's about a fucking kid who's like 20 years old. And he's a pool boy at Fountain Blue. And he meets this cougar. And she wants to smash, and she's not anything special, but he's like 20 years old, fucking, you know, smash cougar. Come to find out, it's Jerry Fowler's wife. And um, he likes uh, cuckold, or is it cuckolding? Cuckold, cuckold. That's when a, a man, he's obsessed with watching his wife get smashed by other people. It's actually a fucking crazy fucking thing. Now, I might have been in some kinky shit, but I couldn't imagine my wife smashing some young, I don't know. That's just, that's next level weirdo shit. But it ended up taking down a whole fucking dynasty of fucking things. It was just crazy. I won't say too much, Must Just watch, God forbid, and you tell me what you think. It's on Hulu. It's fucking wild. Now, last before we go, my Seahawks are on motherfucking fire right now. Low-key. I'm not really trying to say too much, but we look good. You know, we have a couple guys banged up, but it's not that bad. Trade deadlines are gone. We're here. You know, I still wish we had Jamal Adams right now just because he'd be a key piece. But, you know, we're gelling. We're figuring it out. Geno Smith is playing like a motherfucker. And we go to Arizona this Sunday, play against Cardinals. I was thinking about heading to Arizona. I just got so much shit going on. But I still might go last minute. And I might just go out there for a couple of days because I want to fucking play TPC Scottsdale. And you know what I think? I was checking out hotels for the waste management during that week. And it's just all fucked up. I'm not about to stay in no motherfucking little Hyatt place and figure it out. But I mean, you know, shit, I don't know. We'll see. You know I me, mean? I want to get in with the sticks. I had a great fucking practice session this week. Rondell Barrio had to adjust it because of my fucked up schedule this week. But hitting it pure right now, 
And it's crazy, man. I'm, November 17th is one year anniversary of me playing golf. And it's crazy what has happened in one year in my golf game. It is nuts. And I have missed a round. It's been about a week or even more since I've played a full round and I need to get it in. But, you know, and I will. But I feel better than I've ever had about my golf game. But I might head to AZ this weekend. I don't know, man. It's just been weird not getting to Seattle and getting this, this shit, especially when we get this win streak. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't think I'm superstitious about anything. But um, guys, man, I want you to have a great weekend. I want you to flourish. My headset doesn't come out for like another, just a little less than two weeks from now. I'm going to give a set away to a super follower. It's an expensive ass gaming headset. They're fucking fire. But uh, yeah, man, super followers, you already know. Got that golf foursome coming up, and I'll try to figure out another one. Got a meetup. And then I'll think about, I mean, I already did a barrier meetup. I might do another one in a different place. I don't know. I got to figure it out. But I appreciate everybody that listens to the show. I really do think you guys are amazing people. In fact, I'm going to jump on Twitter in a little bit and just tell you motherfuckers, you guys are amazing. You guys, especially my super followers, just you guys are just so fucking, so fucking great. And I appreciate every one of you guys. Keep telling people about the show. We've been a little slow. We'll get it cracking again, but there's a solid foundation here, and that means more than anything to me. Once again, shout out to Jordan and Miles for holding me down during this past eight days. And everyone else, man, guys, look, have a great weekend. We'll be back for the weekend wrap-up. I will have, you know, my guests back on and everything, and we're going to get it popping, all right? So, man, much love. The Wash Lord is out, y'all. Peace. Peace.